This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. Co-hosting with me today, I have Helen Barbazon from Pleasant Acres Farm. And joining us now, we have one of our regular co-hosts in the studio, Squeak Larkins, to do our barrel segment. We're going to be talking a little bit about why your horse stops the gate and what you can do about that. And this segment is brought to you by Turning Point Oxygen Therapy and Kinesiology, which is what Squeak does. She's our PhD, so that means she's really smart <laughs> and she yeah. can probably help you out with that gate problem. You know, when that I was, was doing so. some research <laughs> on that, Squeak, I was looking at possible physical, mm -hmm. possible emotional, mm -hmm. and then possible education issues. Imagine that! Yeah, well, I am going to say, I'd say the largest percentage of that is an education issue. However, we always do want to look at the fact that if there is something physically going wrong, you want to for sure get with your veterinarian and or your horse care specialist, you know, so that you you eliminate. And that's right. kind of what we do. Like, you know, eliminate dental issues, eliminate any physical issue. And then... Saddle fit. Yeah. And, and, you know, any of those things that can possibly be a reason to cause them some discomfort. Um, and, of course, you know, if it's something more serious than that, it's going to show up much quicker. Right. But, I, I, you know, I've been at this a, a few years. A couple. <laughs> a couple. Yeah. And so, I I mean, truthfully, I, that's one of the things that I see the most that is so frustrating to me about trying to educate people about the fact that they create it. The, the people create it for, for one thing is they're they're making something pretty unpleasant to the horse when he goes in the arena. You see it in other events, but we see it primarily in barrel racing because it is, you know, something that gets the horse's blood pumping and the you know, they're on the muscle and, and you know, there's a lot of excitement and stuff like that. So what happens is a lot of times when a person you know goes from schooling and training and they go to the event then they they grab a hold of the reins and they you know they put too much tension through that put too much tension through their legs instead of just trying to enter the arena you know like I, t I tell all my people I said you know go like you're going on a Sunday ride trust me they're still gonna run relax yeah exactly <laughs> and and that's what but having ridden so many problem horses through the years I, I learned how to do that to make it make the horse think we're just going on a Sunday ride or you know whatever but it, and it's difficult for a lot of people because as soon as you tell them you know say uh, they call your name then all of a sudden the, the body goes rigid and they go you know and, and the horse feels that and they know something's gonna happen and then once they start to not want to go in the first time they have a hesitation the worst thing people do is to reach down and pet him and say oh it's okay it's okay. no you know encourage him strongly then mm -hmm. and don't let it happen because by the time you let it happen three times you've created a problem and that, that's in any aspect of any training you know you created an issue if you've allowed this is why I tell people it's you may not have intentionally taught something to him but you teach it to him by allowing him to do something three times mm -hmm. you know in a row because then that's like saying this okay because I let you do it you know so you know the encouragement and I'm talking about get, get means to you know re, you know reach back there and tap him if you have to with a bat or really get onto him about moving forward and don't let him turn around you know a lot of people let them let them turn around and if they turn around to the left then they just continue around what well, they go to turn left with me I turn them back to the right back to the right you know instead yes. of not letting them you know 
keep going around. I, and I see this a lot because I go to barrel races almost every weekend and I, I see a lot of it. Uh, you know, in this day and age, everybody is so concerned about abuse to animals. Well, sometimes it's abusive in my book to allow this to happen. I am going to say at the barrel race last weekend, it was a great barrel race at the Pac West thing. There was one girl there that took, I'd say, close to 10 minutes to get in. Now, the problem that I have with this is that, like in rodeoing, when you rodeo, you actually have 15 seconds to get it going forward in that arena. If you don't, you're out. And, wow, 15 and, seconds. And, yeah, you have, you have no, 15 <laughs> seconds to get going forward. That's it. Wow. And, and in high school rodeo, they here in the state of Florida, in high school rodeo, they enforce that, and they should, because I think it teaches and allows people to put up with that stuff. And I don't put up with that stuff from a horse. And I mean, almost any time people say, you know, your horses always just walk in, well, I create that for them. You create I mean, it, right. You know, and, and you've created this, you know. And, <laughs> and I mean, there's Just the like with your children, folks. Exactly, it's exactly like that. And, and through the don't years, Don't create your own some, monsters. <laughs> I've had some serious, with serious gait problems, and um, and I, I have to tell this. Uh, uh, I have to tell this. It goes back quite a few years in New Jersey. A young girl who's now in her thirty something, but I, her, I would teach these clinics every year for like eighteen years at her grandparents' place. And she, this kid was a good kid, good rider, but she always created a gait issue. And I had my cow whip with me, and I would tag him a little bit with it to get him to go in. And one of those days, I, I tagged him and I got him, but the very end of that whip popper caught her right in the middle of the back. And she was, she turned around and looked at me. Do you know what? That horse went in the gate every time after that. <laughs> so jokingly, I'm saying that you do have to make an impression on the rider to understand that it's important for them to not she was like, get sweet, it. Just get, cracked the whip on me. I, it barely touched her, but it stung a little bit. And she and I and she's. I never had to tell her to do anything again. She got that horse in the arena. Now, what about, um, what about emotional issues for a horse? Yeah. What about like anxiety and well, stage the, uh, fright? Again, and, that's created by who's on them uh, almost always. Now, if you've done, you know, if you've got a green horse and you go to these events, you do that to, to let them get used to the sounds and the sights and the things that are going on. But the anxiety, uh, and, and, you know, this day and time, there's too many feed-through products that you can give that will help with a little of the anxiety. You know, it, you don't even truly have to go through doing it, medication through your veterinarian. There's a lot of things that you right. can give them, you know. I think the... The, the DAC Common Cool yeah, Exactly, um, like like the DAC products and stuff like that. And But once you get the horse cool through... Not the, Common Cool. Oh, okay. She'll shoot me for that. Oh, oh dear. I'll get the whip in the back for that one. <laughs> See? <laughs> anyway, it's Dak and it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Actually, a lot of show people have found that oh, to exactly. be really Exactly, and that's what effective. I'm saying. Yeah. Something to get the anxiety level down is good. However, you still create that through what you present to that horse, what, you, what he perceives that you are feeling. And I said, again, it has a lot to do with 
you know, one of the worst things I see people do is when they when they start to get ready to do something, and I'm talking in barrel racing, is they just grip the rein. They just, you know, they do a white knuckle grip on the mm -hmm. rein. I, I weigh a rein in my hand. You can take almost any barrel picture of mine and you can just see the rein laying in my hand. You don't see me holding on to it like this, you know. And, um, and that's one of the first things that sends a, a signal to him to get anxious mm -hmm. is when you do that you know because all the the reins are just an extension of the bridle and or extension of your arm whichever way you want right. to put it and again as I coach and teach the the hands and the the bridle on the horse is the same thing as your steering wheel and car all it does is give him a direction you can't move him and that's the other thing that you know often they want to try to move a horse by handling them too much you move him with your legs and there again it goes back to education you need an education in how to use leg aids properly how to use your rein aids properly how to understand what why something functions like it does why an indirect rein on one side and a direct rein or you know a passive rein or you know the, those things are are part of of keeping a horse where he's not so anxious because it is a high anxiety it event. Is. I mean, you're suddenly going to go super fast. Yeah, you fast, go, right? and, and, and the thing <laughs> is, as I said, I'll, I'll, you know, almost any video I have, people sit there and, and you, it's a long time before I enter the arena because I'm walking in, you know, where a lot of them are coming, you know, jumping, leaping, or running faster. I, I mean, I get mine running, but it's like I said, that first part of it, we're just walking in, taking our time because I don't want him to be anxious, you know. Right. And that, that's really important. And, and like I said, uh, as you said, is understanding the, the no physical issues. Mm -hmm. um, and, and here again, you know, the anxiety issue can be dealt with. Right. Um, th there is a time where if you have a certain horse that just can't seem to get through that and it's not working the way you want him to, then you would possibly think about a different horse. You know, not, not every horse is meant for every event that you choosing for. Right, that's true. You know, and, and that's the, right that's the other thing, is and understanding. And the right combination. Right, exactly. That can work and, together to mm -hmm. help each other Perfect. overcome an yes. education. Yeah. Squeak, I want to thank you so yeah, much for being absolutely. with us. Absolutely. Uh, if you're having problems uh, with the with the gate, uh, it may come right down to just education, and you may could need be. to work with the horse. Squeak <laughs> can help you with that, for sure, uh, with that problem. Um, but once you've got past the physical and possible sure. anxiety, really, it comes back down to what are you doing on top of your horse, and are you doing something to cause the problem, <laughs> which is quite often what happens. Yeah. I want to thank Squeak Larkins for being with sure. us today and uh, and talking about this problem. And we are going to come back in just a few minutes, and we're going to close out the show with Jim Lauter from Balance Rider. And um, he's going to talk to us about balance and core strength, which is so important. Uh, Squeak is actually Absolutely. the uh, proud owner of a balance I rider. Am. So she can uh, mm -hmm. vouch for the fact that I can. Uh, this is just incredible. It's amazing. And, uh, it really is. Hi, guys. This is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and let me know what you thought. Now please go out there and share the podcast.